Hi everyone, welcome to the Shepherds Podcast. In today's episode, we are going towards the genre of human psychology. The topic I am going to be speaking about is narcissism. We are going to shed light on what is narcissism, who are narcissists, how many types of narcissists are there and what is narcissistic personality disorder. We are going to divide this topic into two part episodes. The first part, that is this episode, will lay out the information available in clinical terms. It will be a professional's perspective on this topic. However, many a times the professionals are lacking in the real-life understanding of this concept, not having encountered the situation in their own lives and it being such a complex human psychology concept. It requires real-life experience to put all the information together to fully understand what is going on with narcissists and people around them. Therefore, in the second episode, we will also touch upon all the issues that relate to narcissism from childhood trauma to codependency. The second episode will be a more professional experience. You will be able to understand the concepts with much clarity. Real examples will be used to explain various concepts. And I am very sure you will find it very fascinating. Many of you will be able to relate to a lot of parts of the episodes and it will help you to understand the dynamics of many of your personal and professional relationships, allowing you to handle difficult circumstances of life with grace, thus ensuring good mental health. Let's begin. Narcissism, Narcissists and Narcissistic Personality Disorder Narcissism is characterized by a a grandiose sense of self-importance, a lack of empathy for others, a need for excessive admiration, and the belief that one is unique and deserving of special treatment. If you encounter someone who consistently exhibits these behaviors, you may be dealing with a highly narcissistic individual. Narcissism is properly viewed on a spectrum. The trait is normally distributed in the population, with most people scoring near the middle and a few at either extreme. The Narcissistic Personality Inventory NPI developed by Robert Raskin and Calvin S. Hall in 1979 is the most commonly used measure of the trait. Scores range from 0 to 40, with the average tending to fall in the low to mid-teens. Healthy individuals who score somewhat higher may be perceived as exceedingly charming, especially on the first encounter, but eventually come across as vain, that is someone having no real substance or value though from afar they seem to have a fundamentally healthy personality. The NPI is not intended for use in diagnosing narcissistic personality disorder. Rather, it is often said to measure normal or subclinical borderline narcissism, that is in people who score very high on NPI do not necessarily meet all criteria for diagnosis with NPD. A fundamental difference between possessing narcissistic traits versus meeting a full NPD diagnosis is that the person with NPD may not accept responsibility for their behaviors. Someone with narcissistic traits on the other hand may be able to recognize and take ownership when hurting people they care about. Other settings showcasing difference between person with narcissistic traits and NPD are stability in relationships. People with narcissistic personalities may use manipulation tactics and games to get others to do what they want. There is typically an exploitative component of the relationship which can occur in any relational dynamic, romantic, familial, workplace, 
when someone is no longer considered useful or perhaps a threat a person with npd may be quick to discard them on the other hand a person who has narcissistic traits may be resistant may be resistant to admitting faults or receiving constructive criticism but does have the capacity to do so albeit limited in some cases another setting is context and duration an additional difference between npd and narcissistic traits is that for npd to be present symptoms must manifest across all areas of a person's life remain stable over time narcissistic traits though may only appear in certain contexts or at times hence as per above explanation it is clear that a person who has narcissistic traits and a person who has narcissistic personality disorder are not the same narcissistic personality disorder is a formal mental health diagnosis and not just a type of personality or personal choice understanding this difference is key to managing the formal symptoms of narcissism and supporting someone who has received this diagnosis any mental health condition including personality disorder affects how someone feels thinks and behaves in turn this can deeply affect day to day living and how people function in their relationships at work and in general researchers have found that specifically someone with npd may have lower ability than others to acknowledge and understand how and why they think and behave the way they do like similarly uh, they may have difficult time understanding to what other people feel or do the 10 personality disorders are classified into three clusters based on the most representative emotional responses and behaviors NPD is part of cluster B personality disorders. Cluster B personality disorders usually show difficulty in controlling their emotions and have a tendency to act unpredictably. The most typical symptom of narcissistic personality disorders are the following: an inflated sense of self-importance, a constant need for attention and praise, a lack of empathy towards others, a person with npd views himself or herself as superior to everyone else and often fantasizes about unlimited beauty power money and success to earn these the person with npd may feel it's necessary to get other people out of the way by any means without acknowledging their needs or feelings npd persons are extremely sensitive to criticism and failure they also experience intense variations in their mood in professional terms these symptoms of npd may be described as follows grandiosity and self importance exaggeration is often the basis for grandiosity this means that people with npd tend to have an inflated sense of self importance they may feel they are more powerful intelligent capable and charming than they really are more than others in general To reaffirm this sense of superiority, someone with narcissistic personality may exaggerate or lie about their accomplishments, skills, and talents. For some people with NPD, this sense of superiority isn't evident in how they behave. Some may be shy or withdrawn, but they may still firmly believe they are superior in one or many aspects compared to others. Fantasies of perfection and superiority. People with narcissistic personality may consider may constantly fantasize about having unlimited power intelligence beauty acceptance of love they often believe they deserve it more than others people with npd may have the need to how highlight how special and unique they are in comparison to everyone else 
This also leads them to believe they can only be understood by or associate with other special and unique people and groups. If someone doesn't get them, it's because they are not as smart, special or unique. Need for praise and attention People with narcissistic personality may have a constant need to be admired and praised. They might seek constant attention and might not take well on any forms of criticism. They may also resent others who don't think what they are doing or saying is exceptional. Wow. Okay. Sense of entitlement. Someone with NPD may be convinced they deserve special treatment and have the right to all the available privileges. Similarly, people with NPD might feel everyone should comply with their expectations and demands. A tendency to exploit others. Manipulation and exploitation tactics are very common in many people with narcissistic personalities. This means they may take advantage of others to achieve their own goals because there's a need for personal gain above everything else. People with NPD might also use strategies such as spreading lies about others in order to get ahead. In many instances, a person with NPD may turn to cruelty when they feel their needs aren't met or if someone doesn't treat them the way they expect. Lack of empathy. Someone with NPD might, un might be unable to connect with the needs of others or put themselves in someone else's shoes. This is one of the main reasons why they might behave in a cruel or exploitative way. This lack of empathy might also show as uh, selfishness, disregard and lack of compassion for what others are experiencing or feeling. Jealousy, envy and distrust. People with this personality disorder usually believe others are competing with them and are envious of who they are. In the same way, they may often compete with others or feel envious of their accomplishments. Arrogance and scorn. Some people with narcissistic personality disorder may disregard others as worthless, ridiculous or despicable. This belief may lead them to display an attribute of arrogance and scorn. Now, overt narcissism versus covert narcissism. It's now accepted that there are different levels and types of narcissism. Mainly, experts focus on two different subtypes of NPD. Overt narcissism, this, this subtype of narcissism, also called as grandiose narcissism, is the most recognized. It is mainly characterized by attitudes and behaviors that are arrogant, pretentious, dominant, exhibitionist, aggressive, self-assured. Covert narcissism, this other subtype of narcissism refers to people whose attitudes and behaviors are more typically anxious, overly sensitive, particularly in regard to criticism insecure, defensive, depressive, and withdrawn. Uh, if this type of narcissism is less obvious, someone with covert narcissism will still exhibit self-absorbed behaviors. Secretly, they believe they are superior to everyone else and have a decreased ability to put themselves in other people's shoes, causing and contributing factors of NPD. Narcissistic personality is one of the least studied personality disorders. This makes understanding its causes and treatment options more difficult. There is little agreement within the medical community regarding what really causes someone to develop NPD. Most researchers believe NPD is a response to a combination of two or more of these factors below. Environmental and cultural influences, early life experiences and the parent-child bond, genetics. In other words, someone may have developed narcissistic traits as a response to the specific situations 
they have experienced since very early in life like a traumatic event, negligence and abandonment, excessive criticism from a loved one, living with a parent or guardian with mental health condition, abuse of any kind, discrimination, excessive pampering and praising, a medical history of NPD in the family, growing up in an individualistic culture, not everyone will respond in the same way to these events. That's why it's difficult for researchers to determine the exact causes of a personality disorder. Also, these same reasons might lead someone to behave in a certain way that may be perceived as narcissistic even if it is not NPD. How is NPD diagnosed? The diagnosis of NPD should be left to a mental health professional only. It might be tempting to evaluate someone you know based on this information, but in reality, narcissism goes far beyond a few behaviors or attitudes. It's impossible for someone not formally trained and educated to make proper diagnosis. A psychiatrist, psychologist, or another mental health professional typically makes an NPD diagnosis after having direct access to the person and their medical history. Even for a mental health professional, it might not be as easy in some instances to diagnose NPD. This is because it's a rare for someone with NPD to commit to seeking help, openly talk about their thoughts, or even attend a therapy session. A mental health professional might follow a DSM-5 model to diagnose NPD. They'll then observe and measure the following. Individual personality traits, how the person functions in the world, relationships, jobs, etc. Sense of identity, self-esteem and changes related to their self-image over the period of time. If the person is capable of empathy, the mental health professional will try to identify five or more of the symptoms of NPD. If they do, they'll be able to make a diagnosis and recommend treatment accordingly. Even though teenagers may display early signs of the disorder, NPD is usually diagnosed in adulthood. This is because children and, and adolescents are still under constant physical uh, and mental development. These ongoing personality changes at an early age might take, make it difficult to recognize lasting patterns of behavior. If an NPD diagnosis is made during adolescence, it's because there's a clear pattern of behavior that's been evident for more than a year. There's been some controversy regarding how NPD is diagnosed. This is because uh, many mental health professionals have focused on most visible interpersonal behaviors of those with NPD and not enough on the inner struggles, vulnerabilities and challenges they live with. This sometimes leads to judgment instead of understanding. How common is narcissistic personality disorder diagnosis? Experts estimate that about 5.3% of US population has NPD. It's an estimate because a diagnosis depends upon many factors, including how willing a person is to seek diagnosis and treatment. Treatment of Narcissistic Personality Disorder Therapy has the potential to help someone with NPD develop skills and strategies that can help them to change the way they relate to others and themselves. The challenge is that many people with personality disorders don't often seek treatment until, until the disorder starts to significantly interfere or otherwise impact their lives. People with NPD are sometimes more likely to develop other mental health conditions such as anxiety disorders, depression, substance, uh, substance use disorder. In many cases, they might seek help to treat these conditions and not NPD itself. Sometimes a person with NPD may seek treatment for reasons other than believing they have an issue. For example, when they feel conflicted because their relationships or the way of living isn't up to their own high standards or when they feel they are losing someone 
someone's admiration or interest. Uh, so when someone with NPD comes to therapy for these reasons, they are not aware their difficulties might come from their own personality traits. They might blame others for their issues and may see therapy as a place to vent and not wanting to accept any responsibility. Sometimes a person with NPD stays in therapy, they may show slow progress and be reluctant to change because of the disorder's core personality traits. Since they might not accept responsibility, they may find well, no valid reason to change. In any case, the long-term uh, psycho psychotherapy seems to be the most effective treatment for NPD. When a person commits to long-term treatment, a therapist may be able to help them regulate and understand their own emotions, identify behaviors and attitudes may, that may lead to conflict with other people, develop ability to prevent and change these behaviors, manage reactions to criticism and feedback, develop skills to build more intimate and stable relationships, develop adaptive coping mechanisms, explore, tolerate and understand other people's perspectives. These goals are specific to every case and vary according to person's need and the therapist's approach. Many psychotherapy approaches have been used to treat NPD. The most common ones include psychoanalytic psychotherapy, cognitive behavioral therapy, schema-focused psychotherapy, metacognitive interpersonal psychotherapy, dialectical behavioral therapy, and seeking help. Let's recap. Narcissistic personality disorder is a formal mental health diagnosis. It's not a personal choice of behaviors. It requires a proper diagnosis by a mental health professional. Although there are different subtypes of NPD, the most common symptoms are strong sense of entitlement, superiority, need for attention, and lack of empathy. These symptoms can have a direct impact on how the person relates to others and themselves. People can manage NPD symptoms when they are committed to staying in therapy long term. Treatment can help regulate emotions and change hurtful behaviors to healthy ones. So guys, this ends our today's episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed making it for you all. If you did indeed like the podcast, then if you wish, you may share it with your friends or family whom you feel might enjoy listening to it. Thank you.